Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Navigation Play podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me today. My name is Molly, and I'm the owner of Navigation Play, a business dedicated to creating more opportunity for self-directed play in my community. I'm also a mother of three, a board-certified music therapist, and a former camp administrator, and I'm here to walk alongside you in your work and play with children. So today's episode was sparked by a question asked by one of you. I want to reiterate that this podcast is for you, so please let me know what you'd like to hear more about. So the question that was posed to me was, when do you pick up versus leaving play materials out inside the house? And this is a great question. I want to start by saying if this is something you've ever wondered or questioned, great job, because just asking this question shows a great awareness of your kid's play. So to answer this question, I have to put on two different hats. So first, I'm going to put on my playworker hat, but stick with me because I'm going to circle back around with my mom hat on and give you some tips you can take with you. So let's start here. Playworker hat on. What does children's play look like in a fully child-centered place, a place that belongs to the children? Well, earlier this year, I was at the Adventure Playground at the Parish School down in Houston, known as simply AP by the kids there. And if you saw my pictures, you saw that kids are definitely not expected to clean up after themselves in this space. Adventure Playgrounds are often called junk playgrounds for a reason. It does not look organized in the slightest, especially according to our adult standards. But kids would often know right where something was. Things that didn't look like they had a purpose really did. For example, one of the playworkers was telling me about the mud war that had been going on at AP. Well, the week I was there was cold and rainy, so the mud war was on pause. That meant the items they were using to collect mud balls, make signs for their teams, or build their forts... All of those things were just left where they had been the week before, and likely they were picked back up the following week when the weather allowed. If those items had been picked up by a playworker and put away, their mud war play likely would not have continued. When the kids started building something new at AP, they have access to lumber and tools there, and almost all of the structures there are made by the children and then supported by playworkers if it's needed. But often kids would start building something and then kind of leave it for a while. But often they would come back in a few days or even a week and continue to work on it. The playworkers there told me that they only disassemble a build if it hasn't been touched in weeks. And they generally only pick up items off the ground if it's food trash or a hazard like broken plastic or nails. Similarly, when I have a pop-up at the park, it doesn't look particularly pretty. So a pop-up is short for pop-up adventure playground. This concept was created by pop-up adventure play, the same people who run my online playwork training. So when I come to the park for a pop-up, the first thing I do is take all my random loose parts and kind of scatter them around. I keep certain things together that I know are generally used together, but I don't keep things neat and organized. This allows the children to see everything more easily without having to dig through baskets and boxes, and it also shows them that this is a space free from adult structure. One of the first things I often tell kids when they come to a pop-up is that this space belongs to them for the day. But if I told them that and then said, the markers are right here, please only take one at a time and put them back as soon as you're finished, 
they would know that that wasn't 100% true. At a pop-up, I clean up trash throughout the event, I put lids on markers, and I do sometimes gather smaller items. This is partially to make cleanup easier at the end. I don't want to leave a golf ball behind for the mowers to find. And partially because I want kids to be able to find what they need in the limited time they have. But I don't clean up other things until my time is up. Now, let me put my mom hat back on and say this. Your house is not an adventure playground. This is not the expectation in your home, nor should it be. Your house belongs to your children, yes, but it also belongs to you. You need to be able to function in your own home, both physically and mentally. But there are some things we can learn from this and apply in our own home. Most importantly, we can understand that sometimes it's important to allow our kids to continue their play for more than one play session. We also see that sometimes there is an order or purpose for things that we can't see. Our kids may come back to something if you allow them to leave it out. So how do we allow this and still keep our sanity? Well, we set guidelines and rules about where in the house these things can be left and maybe which types of toys can be left out. So in my home, my kids know that the living room and dining kitchen area are expected to generally stay clear from toys. They can play here, but anything they play with has to be cleaned up when they're done or before dinner or before bedtime or whatever the expectation is that day. We also have a one thing at a time rule in these areas. These are areas of the house that belong to the whole family and your kids can learn to respect that and take ownership in helping keep it clean. There are also some things I expect my kids to clean up every time, no matter where they are. Games and puzzles, because we don't want pieces to get lost. Things like paint and Play-Doh, because of the mess they could make and because they could get ruined if left out. Scissors or tools, for safety reasons. We will all have our own things that go on this list for different reasons. Also, quick reality check here. I said I expect this. It does not mean it happens every time. My house is far from spotless when it comes to toys, but this is the goal. This is what we're trying to teach and learn. So what should you allow your kids to leave out in certain areas with guidelines in place? So first would be building toys like Legos or even blocks if they're in the middle of building something. Imagine working on a project, but you only have an hour to work on it every day. And you have to start over every time. Honestly, I would probably stop even trying, but I definitely wouldn't make anything super grand or dream big in my goals. By allowing your children time to come back to these types of projects, you allow them to dream bigger and feel more ownership in doing awesome things, hard things. For some kids, crafts can fit into this building category as well. Some kids will come back to a craft day after day and add on to it. If you have the space to leave crafts out for a while, that's awesome. I also encourage you to leave imaginative playscapes undisturbed for a time. So this would include doll play, Barbies, action figures, and also would include large forts, like if your child made a secret hideout or a castle to play in. I know this can be difficult because of the space they take up, But if you have a basement, maybe your child's room, or even a section of your yard where this can be allowed, I really encourage it. If you could leave the castle or pirate ship that your kids built and they come back to it, they can pick up where they left off and build more complex play. 
This is especially important if your kids generally have shorter chunks of time to play. You can't build a pirate ship and play with it all in 30 minutes. So here's a quick example based on everything we've just talked about. We have a play kitchen in the basement. Somehow the food from said kitchen ends up all over the room, fairly often in fact. Now, if they're done playing with the kitchen, my hope is that the food will get picked up and I will encourage my kids to do so. But let's say I come downstairs and tell my kids we need to get the food picked up and they say, mom, we're playing pirates and we're storing our food in different parts of the pirate ship. That, that's our food storage. It might not look that different from food just being scattered all over the room, but it is different. It has a purpose to them and their play. So because it has that purpose and they explained it to me, I would likely let them leave it out for now. Again, because it is in their play space and because it has a purpose. Involving your children in the cleanup process can really help with knowing this difference. Talk to them about what they've been playing, what can be cleaned up, and what they may want to leave out. That doesn't mean they make the final decision, but they will appreciate the respect you're giving to their space and their play. Now, if you don't have a lot of space in your house or you are really stressed out by mess, please don't drive yourself crazy with this. A little bit of awareness on this front goes a long way. Something as simple as a desk dedicated to Lego projects can make a big difference. Maybe forts are allowed to stay up over the weekend, but not on weekdays. And make sure to dedicate certain areas to your child's dolls or action figures if they tend to want to leave those things out in a certain way. I also encourage you to create an outdoor space where kids can leave up a fort or a project. This can be a total sanity saver because it takes it out of your house, at least when the weather allows. Now, one more quick note before we finish. Toddler's play is generally more simple than our kids' play as they get older. So until your child is three or so, you probably don't need to worry about this, but watch for this to start to emerge. It can be really cool to watch your child's play change and grow. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode in the comments. Do you let your child leave their play things out? Or does the idea of that totally stress you out? Either way, I hope you found this episode to be helpful. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today, everyone. Until next time, get outside, have fun with the people you love, and make time for play in your life.